The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Daf Today's daf is being studied for the Hatzlacha of Yosef ben Sarah and his family, donated by anonymous. May Hashem. Bless Yosef ben Sarah and his family with Osher v'chavod, Hatzlacha u'briut, v'chol milin demetav. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilu nishmat hacham Abraham za'afrani ben Latifa. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilu nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. We begin Amen. today's daf on Saddi Zayin Amud Rishon. And we begin at the... Uh, two dots, it is 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 lines down. Ehad ben Ted Shanim. In the previous Mishnayot that we've been learning, we've been discussing the subject of the laws that apply to a ben Ted Shanim v'yom Ehad regarding his bi'ah with Yibamah, what it's considered. So the end of the last Mishnah said that when we said nine years old in one day, it's love Davka nine years old in one day. Can even be a twenty-year-old, so long as he didn't bring se'arot, he didn't bring the hairs. He's still considered a katan. So comes the Gemara and says, "Urminu." No, you'll see now. Urminu. The Gemara brings a contradiction. Ben Esrim Shana. If a man is twenty years old, shelo evishte se'arot, and he did not bring shte se'arot yet, which he did not reach maturity. Yaviu ra'ayashu ben Esrim. Let them bring the ra'ayah, a proof. That he is indeed 20 years old, Vehu Hasaris, and he is considered what we say in Halakha, a Saris, which is unable to bear children. children. And therefore, in this case of me, he is not subject to the laws of Halitzan Yibum. Why? Because the whole logic behind the Mitzvah Yibum is what? In order to bring children. And since the Saris, Can we established them, cannot have children, <coughs> they were not subject, not to Halitza, not to Yibum. But Islim Shana, the same thing would be by a female. <coughs> Once she gets to 20 years old, she did not bring <coughs> the Sa'arot, which are a uh, uh, sign of uh, maturity. But the Mingeraya proved that she is indeed 20 years old. She is what we call an Alakha. Ailonit, which is a lady that cannot have children. children. And therefore she does not fall not to Halitza and not to Yibum. Oh, so what's the implicit question over here? But you see that the age of 20, they are considered Gedolim. Which means, a Saris at 20 years old is considered a Gadol. He's not a Katan. And the same thing with an Ailonit. At 20 years old, he's considered a Gedolah. How could you tell me in the Mishnah that a Katan that doesn't have Sarot at 20 years old is still considered a Katan? Here we're saying that no. Indeed, it's considered a Gadol. It's just that it's a Gadol of a Saris. So you could be 20 years old without hearing you're considered a Gadol. So Gibraltar says, no. Ha'it Amar Amar Amarav. 
When do we say that 20 years old without se'arot is considered a gadol, meaning is considered a saris? That's only when this fellow develops signs of a saris. As we learned in previous Gemariyot, there's certain telltale signs that makes a saris a saris, which means like this. If a regular guy at 20 years old doesn't have simane saris, and he doesn't have shte se'arot, he's a katan. And that's what the Mishnah was talking about. Ah, this Mishnah Vid that said 20 years old, he's considered Gadot, he's considered Sadis. That's so much. He doesn't have Se'arot, but he has the Simanim as well. We can make a Diyuk from the statement, the Ktani, because it said, which means when it says, when he gets to 20 years old and he doesn't have hair, they should bring it, Ayah, that he's 20. And then the end of the statement was, Sadis. Those extra words, Nehuah Saris, is coming to teach us that means he has simanim of Saris, and that's why he's considered a Gadol. He's considered a Gadol. The Saris is considered a Gadol. So comes again what says, which means, how long do you give a person? was not no lad simane siris, which means, let's say he's 20 years old, he doesn't have two sa'arot, good, and he doesn't have simane siris, he's considered a katan. How long, how long do you consider somebody a katan? What's the maximum? Tani deber adrov shenotav, until the majority of the years of his life. Let's 35. assume that a person lived 70 years, so the majority be 35 in one day, which means already he's beginning his 36th year, which means like this, once a fellow doesn't have simane siris, he reaches 35 years old in one day, even though he doesn't have simane saris, he is now considered a gadol. So comes the Gabbard and says, Ki When certain people that were 20 years old and didn't bring sa'arot, so they came in front of Rava, so they wanted to know their status. Are they considered uh, saris, are they not considered saris? So they used to come in front of Rava. She says, Ben Chaf, Shelo Hevi. They did not bring Sarot. They wanted to check themselves. Is it just because they did not mature yet they cut down? Or they wanted to maybe they're considered Sarisim yet. So he went to the rabbi to check it out. So what would he do? He had a, he had a way to test, test them. If they were weak, which means they were lean, they were thin. So then what would happen? Skinny. He would tell them. Zilu Abriyuhu. They would tell them, go and eat a lot. And if they were healthy, mean they were fat. So go and lean yourself. Because these simanim of Siris, Zimnin de Natre Mahmat Kihishuta, the Zimnin de Natre Mahmat Briuta, which means. Certain times the simanim of a saris are able to shed, they're able to go away if a person changes his weight, which means if he goes from being heavy to being to lean, or lean to being heavy, that's able to shed the simanim of sarisut. He was giving him a good idea. He was saying, listen, you want, your guy wants to, is he a saris or not? So listen, could be that you're having this delay over here because of the weight, so he tell him to change his eating patterns, as she says, That was the case where the person was lean, and the opposite would be the same way. And, there, and by that, that would already get rid of the simanim of saris, and therefore at least he can become a uh, regular gadol that has the ability to have 
children. Which means, could be the reason why he doesn't have the sarot, this fellow is depending on his weight. And if a rabbi told him, change your eating patterns, if you're lean, lean, become fat, if you're fat, become lean, and then the sarot will manifest, then it'll become a gadol. Adran, alach, ha'isha, rabbah. And now we begin the next perek of Masechet Yebamot, the tenth perek. And the Mishnah begins, Nos'im al ha'anusa ve'al ha'mifuta. The Mishnah says that a person is allowed to marry the relatives of a lady that he was me'anis, that's anusa, ve'ala mifuta, or that's a lady that he seduced. That she says, la'har she'anas upita ta'isha, mutar lisa bita, he can marry either the daughter of anusato, ve'ahota, the sister ve'ima, or the mother. Ha'onez ve'amfateh ala nisu'ah hayav. However, if let's say he marries a lady and then he goes and me'anis, one of her relatives, so then he's going to be hayav. So there's a difference between a person that's uh, relatives of an anusa, which is permissible. Mm-hmm. However, the relatives of his wife that he's me'anis, he's going to be hayav. And the Mishnah continues, Nose adam anusat aviv umfutat aviv Anusat beno umfutat beno. Now the Mishnah says that a person can even marry the anusa of his father, which is his father was me'anisa lady. The Mishnah is telling us it's permissible for the son to marry anusat abib umfutat abib as well. His sister. Furthermore, anusat beno. No, not his sister. The lady that his father was me'anis. That lady, the son is allowed to marry. Furthermore, Anusat Benoth, he had a son, and his son was Me'anis, a lady. So therefore he is allowed, the father is allowed to marry Anusat and Mifutat Benoth. Oser ba'anusat abib umfutat abib diudaz oser. In this last case, the Mishnah is going to explain his reasoning. Comes to Gemara says, "Tanina lehad tanur banan." We have a Mishnah lehad tanur banan based on what we just said in the Brayta. It says in the Brayta, "Anas isha." Person was me'anis a lady, mutar lisa bita. It's permissible to marry her daughter. Nasa isha. However, if he married a lady, asur lisa bita. So you see, this brayta supports also what we just said in our Mishnah. Mm-hmm. Now comes the Gemara and says, "What do we mean?" However, we have a contradiction. Hanitan min ha'isha. She's let's say there's rumors. Natan means there's rumors. Rumors go out that a man was with a lady. Asur bi'ima. It's he's forbidden to be with her mother, Ubibita, daughter, Ubachota. Uh, so you see over here there was rumors that he went with her, which is he was Manessa, let's say. And still what are we saying over here? That he's Asur in the relatives. I we just said in the Braita that an Anusa is permissible in the relatives. So it's a contradiction. So comes the Gabbana it says, Midrabanan. That which we said that he's Asur, the Anusad, the, the relatives of an Anusad's Asur, that's only Midrabanan. Why is it Asur? Because the concern is that he might marry one of those relatives, and then what's going to happen? We're worried that he might go back to the Anusah. And we know already that to his wife, the relatives are Asur, so the rabbis made it Asur. So comes the Gavran and says, V'chol hecha di'ika isura midrabanan. 
Does it make any sense? Al Mishnah's language was Nusina la Anusa. What do you tell me? Now you tell me it's Asur Midrabanan. Would the Mishnah use a Lashonah Ketahilat as something that's indeed Asur Midrabanan? So Kabayon says, Kitanan Matnitin la Harmita. Al Mishnah's talking about after, let's say, the Anusa died, then it's permissible even the Ketahilat because the whole Gezerah doesn't apply. What was the whole Gezerah? We're worried about that he's going to marry the relative and then go back to the Anusa. That would be forbidden. But if the Anusa is not here anymore, there's no reason to make a Gezerah different. When you learn the Mishnah, Nos'ina la Anusa, it means the Ketahilat le'ahar mitat ha'anusa. Comes Gibran and says, How do we know these halakhot that we just said? Because we have a bright which means in all the Isur Arayot in the Torah uses the Lashon Shechiva that is forbidden to be Shochev Rashi says for example it all uses the Lashon it's forbidden to be Shochev However, when it comes to the relatives of his uh, wife, let's say, it uses Lashon Kiha, Rashi, Vekan, Beisha, Veima, Ubekrobotea, Neesorotlo, Mahmat, Ishto, all the relatives of his wife, the Pasuk uses Lashon Kiha. These are also Arayot. So what's the difference? Lomadecha, so it's coming to teach you. Derech Likuchin it's coming that when do these people become forbidden? Only when it is through derech likuchin, which means where there was a kiddushin, where there was a marriage, which means when it's derech likuchin, which is he married the lady, then those f- f- family relatives become forbidden. However, when there's no uh, marriage, so then they're not going to meet you. anusa. It's not going to be asus. So that's the lashon of kiha. By the Isur of a person going with his sister, we're going to tell because it says the word kiha. Is that going to tell me if a person goes and marries his sister, it'll be permissible because it says the word derekiha who the asur? Which means if he took her, if he took her derekiha leshem kiha, that'll be asur. But why? Tell me, shekiva is going to be permissible? We cannot accept that. We know it's asur to be shochev with a person's sister. It's going to Setam, which means when the Torah uses the word lekiha, we say like this: harauy lekiha kiha, which is in a case where kiha is raui, which is a regular lady, which shayakia could marry her. So then the kiha means through marriage, those those relatives become forbidden. Harauy leshchiba shchiba, but those that are not raui lekiha, for example, a bat, a daughter, is not raui lekiha. Then what does kiha mean? Shechiva. And then what the Torah says, Bito Asur means even on Shechiva. Comes again. So that's the first source that how do you know that Davka Ishto, where he has the Kuhin, where he took her as a wife, her relatives are Asur. Because the Lashon by those relatives is Lashon Kiha. Masha'en Ken, if it was Derech Shechiva, meaning she was Anusad, then the relatives are going to be permissible. Ah, it said Lashon Kiha by Bat. Well, kihak no either way. You have to learn the context. Since the context of a bat, there's no such thing as kihak because kiddushin is not to face obviously with a bat. So it means shikivaz asur amalim.
Anas Isha Rava said, A person was met on this lady, Mutar Lisa Bita. It's permissible to marry his daughter, like we're saying till now. Mehaka. He brings a different source. Ketiv, one Pasuk says, Ervat Bat Bencha, O Bat Betecha, Lotigale. Which means a person is not allowed to go with his granddaughter. Bat Bencha, whether it's from his son or whether it's from his daughter. Oh, so it says, his he cannot. Ha-bat bena dida, u-bat bita dida gale. But if it's his wife's granddaughter, so then it's permissible. We make it to you. Tafka bat bincha, but bat bita, permissible. Hi, but we have another pasuk. Uchtiv ervat isha u-bita lo tegale, et bat bena ve et bat bita lo tikah. So a clear pasuk that says he can't take his wife's granddaughter. So how do you square off the pesukim? So Gemara says, "Ha ketzad." How are you going to square it off? Kan be onsin, kan be nisuin. Which means the first pasuk I'll tell you is talking about onsin. Which means a person is me'anes a lady and they have children and grandchildren from the anusa. That's bat pinchau, bat mitchad. That's going to be asur. But I'll make it the yuk that the lady you will me'anes if she had it, bat benave, it bat bita will be permissible. I the second pasuk is talking about Minanisuin. And therefore even Minanisuin that even Bat Bita or Bat Mena from a different marriage is going to be Asur. Comes Gibran says Ipuchana Maybe I'll say the opposite, which means maybe I will be more Mekel by Nisuin than Anusa, which is maybe I'll say that by Nisuin, Bat Bita, or Bat Benaz Mutar, maybe I'll say the Ipuch learned the opposite. Kabbalah says, Arayot She'er Ketiv Behu Benisuin. Ika Sha'a She'er Benisuin. Again, I read again. Ipuch Ana, let me say the reverse. So the Kabbalah says, Arayot, when it comes to introduce the Parashat the Torah. It says the word she'er. Now, what does she'er mean? A relative. Which means when a person has makes a nisu'in, then already he has relatives. Therefore, the pasuk that introduces the arayot Therefore, we see what that it's more hamur nisu'in that makes already. Relatives and the unseen, and therefore we're going to be more mahmir by the nisua than we are going to be by the anusa. So therefore, basically, we have two sources of how do you know that anusat uh, of that person is going to be permissible? It's either according to the first derasha where we learned the hiluk of the Torah's lashon of kiha and shechiva. Or according to this last derasha over here, we have these tiran pesukim. Sometimes zat bena is permissible, and sometimes zat bena is forbidden. Have a suin, have it on scene. By the kedushin or by, only by nisuin? Even by kedushin. Rabbi Yehuda oser ba'anusat abiv. So we said in the Mishnah that what we had a machlok in Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda. Tanakama said it's permissible for a person to go with anusat abiv. That means his father went with a, a lady. He was a me'anesa. So according to Tanakama, mutar to go with anusat abiv. Rabbi Yehuda was oser. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Avgida la Amar Rab, my Tamad Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda says, Oser, Anusat Abiv, Dikhtiv, Lo Yikah Ish Et Eshet Abiv. 
ולא יגלה כנף עליו. נשים לי את הפסוק הזה רדונדנט. כי הפסוק מתחיל בפסוק שאומר, לא תיקח את אשתך. אנחנו מבינים את זה. ואז הוא אומר, ולא יגלה, הוא לא יגלה כנף עליו. מה זה אומר? הסקרט של אשתך, הכנף, הכנף של אשתך. אז הגמרא אומר, כנף של האביב, שזה לא אומר, זה אופמיזם, זה לא אומר, שאשתך לא יגלה. Now what are we talking about? So the Rebuda assumes that it's talking about two different ladies. The first one is talking about his wife, and the second part is talking about his Anusa. So Kamala says, who told you? Who told you to talk about his Anusa? So Kamala says, I'll tell you why. The Anusa Ketiv. So he says, Dekhtiv me'eluyad dekra. Because the Pasuk before this Pasuk says, V'natan ha'isha shokhev imala v'yanara. That's talking about a person that's a man near somebody. Amen. So he has to give 50 kesef after the father. So since the context before this person was talking about an anusa, so if I could say that this knaf abim was talking about an anusa, then what's the Torah saying? Lo yigaleh. That it's forbidden. Oh, verabbanan. So what did the rabbis do? The rabbis said that really anusa abim is permissible. So if these peskim would have been mass back to back to each other, then I agree with you. However, hashta de lo samichleh but now since they're not really back to back because there's another pasuk in between them so therefore I'm going to use the pasuk of Knaf Abiv to teach me the Hadush of Rav Anan which is talking about let's say you have a lady that's Shomeret Yavam. She's awaiting Yibum by this guy's father so the Torah is coming to teach me that the son cannot go with Shomeret Yabam of his father. Umay Knaf Abiv. What does Knaf Abiv mean? Knaf Harauy Abiv. Lo Yigale. Not the Knaf that his father went with. The Knaf that his father is Rauy to go with. So therefore we learn that Shomeret Yabam is Asur to the son. Comes Gemara and says, what do you mean? V'tipuklim mishum dodato. It's Asur at this pasuk. That lady is his aunt. Which means it's his father's brother's wife, which makes him the aunt. And therefore it's forbidden anyway. Kabbalah says, La'avor alea b'shne lavin. You know what the Pasuk is telling you? There's two sins. There's two loves. There's the love of Dodato, and there's the love of Knaf Abib. So Kabbalah says, wait, V'tipuklem mishum yibamal ashuk. Anyway, she's forbidden. Every Shemirat Yabam cannot go with a stranger. Right. That's considered another love. That's yibamal ashuk. So the Kabbalah says, you know what? La'avor alea b'shloshah lavin. That you're right. That indeed there's going to be three lives when the son goes with the Shomeret Yavam of the father. So comes the gives a different answer. Well, I can tell you what, it's talking about Lachar Mitara. She says, Shemet Abiv. Which I'll give you another case. Well, let's say the father died. In that case, there's no Yisurim of Malashuk, because there's no Yavam anymore, he right, died. Right. So you only have two Yisurim, then you'll have the Dodato, uh, Yisur, and the Knaf Abiv mm-hmm. as well. She says, Doesn't follow No, she says clearly, okay. Comes says, Further, Okay, now, the next 
Gemara over here is a very interesting Gemara where it actually gets involved in seven different riddles. Which means the Gemara is going to give a scenario of a certain uh, case and the Gemara is going to try to, uh, the Gemara is going to figure out exactly how that case can manifest itself. So now we go through uh, one at a time. Again, they're saying it in Derech Mashal. Uh, for those that are listening, I'm using the Nahalat Sevi, which is in the back of our Vishin and Tam books over here, which actually gives you the charts of these seven cases, just in order that we can have a visual uh, picture of what's going on, and we'll explain it as we go uh, we go through. Okay, so comes the Gemara and gives the first case. This case starts off, a lady is talking now, right? She says like this, Ah me'av velo me'em vehu ba'la de'em Literally means, the lady is saying like this, This guy over here is Ahmeav, he's my paternal brother, and not uh, from my mother, and he's also the husband of my mother, and I am the daughter of his wife. How can such a scenario come true? So Amar Rabbi Barhama, Rabbi Barhama says it can come true. The law can be So long as you don't subscribe to the Biuda of the Mishnah and you allow a fellow to marry Anusat Aviv, the case can happen. And now let's speak out how the case can happen. So like this, Yaakov will give names. Yaakov was me'anes Rachel. Yaakov went with Rachel. That's considered Anusato veolid memena et Hagar. So they had a daughter, Hagar. Aharkach niset Rachel lereuven. Now Yaakov had a son. Yaakov's son was Reuven. Now Rachel went with Reuven. So obviously you see we're not going like the Biuda because Reuven is marrying Anusat Abib. So now Hagar. Now Hagar is going to talk to Reuven, and he tells her, he tells him the following things. Which means, he's a brother from the father, he's a paternal brother. This is correct, because Hagar's father is Yaakov, and Reuven's father is Yaakov. So the first thing she tells Reuven is, listen, we're paternal uh, brother and sister. Velom imi. Right. But not from the mother. They have different mothers. Vehu ba'al shel Rachel imi. Which means, and the ba'al of Reuven, which means Reuven's wife, let's say, Rachel, is my mother. Which means your wife is my mother, which is true. Ve'ani bat ishto. And I am the daughter of his wife. Okay? And that's the case, the way it comes out. Now we go to the second case. Second case is... Ahu. Lady says, this guy is my brother. Ubrihu. And he's also my son. Achate ana. And I am his sister. Dehad darina akatfai. That I am carrying him on my shoulder. Which means the case over here is as follows. As we look at picture Kuf Samech Bet. The case over here is like this. You have a goy. Okay? The goy went with a his daughter. Let's say his daughter's name is Hagar, the way they have it in the picture. So the goy went with his daughter Hagar. And they had a son called Lot. Okay? Now Hagar 
is going now talking to Lot. Actually, she takes Lot, her son, and puts her puts her on his shoulders, and is going around and telling everybody about this uh, son. And what does she say? Look at his skin that I'm holding on my shoulders. Well, number one, he's my brother. Because we're coming from the same uh, father. The same father. That's right, because the Akum married uh, his daughter, right. and he had the, the son, uh, Lot. So he says, listen, you know, we're, uh, it's my brother. Kevanshu ben Akum, ubnihu. And he's also my son, because it's his husband. Ve'achoto ana, and I am his sister. So that would be the case of the Goy. What's the difference, Achosei? Just another relation, just another way. It's another, it's another relation, just to say another relation. Yeah, but it's it's ridiculous. yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Just another uh, another lashon of relations. That's it. Now we go to case number three. But they did it by a goy. Yes, you have right, to say you have right. to say that. Isn't it a case with with, with Yeheskel? It's going to come now. It's going to come now. Comes the Gemara and says case number three. Okay, so the Gemara says maskachat lad. The Gemara explains how the case can happen. Be'obet kochavim ba'al bito. Okay, like we explained. Now we get to the case number three. Shalma lach beri. The lady says shalma lach shalom to my son. Bat achatech ana, which means I am the daughter of your sister. How do you have that? Maskachat la be'obet kochavim ba'al bat bito. Which is, if you look in your book, it's on Kuf Samegimal, it gives you that case over here. Which means, you have a case over here, of what? Hagar omeret lelot. Hagar is telling Lot, Shalom lach beni. Shalom my son, which means the Akum over here married a lady called Hagar. And they had a son called Lot. Okay? Happened to be that the Akum had a, another daughter, called Ada, and Ada's daughter was Hagar, which means the Akum is marrying his granddaughter. So Hagar is his granddaughter, and they have Lot. So what does she say? She t- Hagar tells uh, the son, Lot, Bat achotcha ani, which means I am the daughter of your sister. Which means Lot's sister is also is Ada. Says I'm the daughter of your sister. Comes again gives the next case. A lady says like this: Those workers that are drawing water from the fields, I'm going to tell you now to you a seter, a secret. Peter, that's difficult to understand. Uh, understand, to give a petaron. And what is it? The high the darina who this one over here that I am carrying, who bar, he is my son, ve'ana berat ahu, and I am the daughter of his brother. What's the solution to that? Mashkachat la be'oved kochavim haba albat beno, which is really similar. To the last Bino case, one, right. what was Bat Bito, now it's Bat Beno, which means just as to speak it out for the clarity, you have the uh, Akum, we said that he went with his granddaughter, which was Hagar, in this case it's the daughter of his son, he says of the Efron, so therefore she comes along and says, if she puts this child on the uh, shoulder and says, that not only you my son, but you are the, um, uh, the uh, daughter, you are from the... But Ahiv, 
you are from the daughter of my uh, brother. Comes the Gemara gives the next case. Next case is Bia Bia Meach Vehuah. The lady screaming Bia Bia Vai Vai Whoa Whoa Meach Vehuah, which means I am. She's complaining on her brother. That's also her father. Nice. Brother, that's a father. Vehu Baal, and he's also a husband. Vehu Bar Baal, he's also the son of her husband. Vehu Baala, and he is. Vehu Baala de'en, and he's also the husband of his mother. Ve'ana biratad itete, and I am the daughter of his wife. And what's a, what's a complaint? She's complaining over Baya Baya. What's a complaint? He doesn't want to support the Yetomim uh, by giving them uh, bread. That they are really Benebeto. They're, they're, they're related to him as they're related to her. So the Gabriel says, What's the case over here? The Hazar Zakenu Baaleha, the Ulid Mimena Banim. So, in order to appreciate this case, we have to go in three Shlavim in order to understand all the uh, scenarios that happen. You have a Goy. Okay, the Goy went with his mother. In this picture over here, they have his mother's name is Ada. Okay, so he went with his mother, the Ulid Mimena It Hagar. Okay, she had a daughter, Hagar. And after that, Phase number two, this same Akum went with his daughter, which means he went with Hagar. Ulbisov, in the third phase, the Akum's father, meaning the grandfather, went with Hagar, his granddaughter. Oh, so once these three phases happen, now the lady starts talking. Right? Hagar, Hagar, the daughter, comes along and says about, well, her father. And her husband, as we'll see, and she says the phone, She says, I'm complaining on you. First of all, you're my brother. Because you have to know the Akum married his mother. And therefore, says we both have the same mother. Right? Ada. He's also my father, because the Akum is the father of Agar. He's also my husband. And she's also, he's also, she is the son of the father. Right, because the grandfather ended up going with Hagar. So therefore, he is the son of my husband. Because he, he, she went with the grandfather. So I saw the Akum becomes the son of her husband. And he is the Baal, the husband of her mother. That's Ada. Uh, and I am the daughter of his wife. Now, what does she come along? She comes to add the uh, things now to the scenario. What's the complaint? She doesn't want to. He doesn't want to support the yitomim. Who the yitomim over here? Which means the zaken went with Hagar, and the grandfather went with Hagar, and they had two sons. 
that Lot and Lavan, Shem Achim Shelo, in truth, they're really the Akum's brothers. And therefore, he doesn't want to, uh, doesn't want to support them. Right? And still doesn't want to support them. Kevan, Shem Gam, Benazakin, Abi, because it's also the sons of his grandfather, but they considered really his brothers. So therefore, uh, she has a complaint against them. How come you don't want to support the uh, Yetomim? Comes the Gamaran, continues another case. A lady comes along and says, Ana ve'at ahi, which means me and you are brother and sister, siblings. Ana ve'abuch ahi, me and your father are siblings. Ana ve'imach ahi, me and your mother are siblings. You have three sets of siblings over here. How do you have the case? Mashka'atla, again, you have to say with Ovet Kuchavim, Haba al-immo ve'olid mimena shete banot. Ve'chazar uba al-achat mehen ve'olid mimena ben. Karya le'achate de'ima. Ve'ka'amra le'hache. Ana ve'ad b'ne ache. Ana ve'abuch b'ne ache. What's the case? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she says to him that, which means the scenario that we just said. Okay, what's the case uh, over here? So let's look at this uh, case over here. Okay. We'll go to Kuf Samech Zayin. Okay. No, the case is Kuf Samech Zayin. Kuf Samech Vav, you're right. Okay, what's the story over here? You have a case over here in Akum. You have a Goy. Okay, he went Al Ada Immo. Okay, he goes with his mother. Veulid Memena et Sila Vetagar. So they have two daughters. Sila Nagar. Rahargag Baal Sila Bito. Then the Goy, phase number two, goes with one of his daughters. Sila. Veolid et Lot, and now he has a son from his daughter called Lot. Veomeret Hagar lelot. So Hagar now is telling Lot again. Hagar is one of the daughters of the Akum, as well as Lot. So he says, Ana veatachi. We are siblings. We both share the same father. Kevan shivet Lot meavehadim. Ana veavich achi, which means me and your father. Are siblings. Siblings. But why? Father, sister. Right? Which you have your father's sister. sister. Why is that so? Because the father of. They're the same mother. Right? They're the same mother, which means Tzila is the sister of Hagar. Kevan, Shagar, Akum. Actually, because Hagar and the Akum are from the same mother. Because you have to remember, the Akum went with his mother. So therefore, since the Akum went with his mother. So then we're saying we have the same, uh, we're brother and sister. And Anna ve'imech achi. Me and your mother are siblings, which means Ada and Sila and Hagar. Sila and Hagar are the same father. Exactly, they both come from the Akum. So therefore we are sisters. So therefore again, there are the three cases. Now the Gabbara gives the case number seven. Anna ve'at bene achai. Ana ve'abuch b'nei achai, Ana ve'imach b'nei achai, which means give a case where a lady can say that Ana uh, ve'at, me and you are siblings, 
Bnei Achai, cousins, cousins. Actually, Bnei Achaim were cousins. Were the sons of uh, the brothers. Anna ve'abuch. Me and your father are cousins. Anna ve'imat Bnei Achai, also cousins. So the Gemara says, this case you can finally give the case of Heter where it can work out legally. All the other cases, we had to come out to Dwayim and things of Isun. This case come out legally. This case can come out better. Kegon reuven sheyesh lo shete banot. Ve'ata Shimon unsav hadam inayu. So reuven has two daughters. So Shimon comes along his brother and marries one of them. Ve'ata bar levi. And that's nephew, which is the son of Levi, which is also one of the brothers. Unsav Hadminah marries one of them. Kamar le bered de Shimon le bar de Levi, which means the son of Shimon tells the grandson of Levi that statement. How does it work out? So let's just look at the, the last picture on Kuf Samit Zayin to see the case of a You have a case of three brothers of a kid, Uven, Shimon, and Levi. Let's start with Shimon. Shimon married. Le'ah bat Reuven Achiv. So Shimon actually marries his niece, his brother's daughter. Ve'olid et Nachshon. Okay, so they had a son called Nachshon. Yahseel, I picked that name, Yahseel, Nasa et Rachel. He married Rachel bat Reuven. It's also a niece of uh, the daughter of uh, Reuven. Okay, actually the daughter of Reuven. Stop. Achi Abiv, which is actually the uh, Achi Abiv. Oh, so actually Levi has a son Yaseel. It's not like that. Levi has a son Yaseel. Yaseel marries uh, Rachel, so therefore he's actually marrying his father's brother's daughter. His father's brother's daughter. Call that a cousin. Ve'olid et Hesron. Okay, and he has Hesron. Ve'ka'amal le Nachshon le Hesron. So who's doing the talking over here? Nachshon, which is the son of Shimon, is telling Hesron, which is the grandson of Levi. So Shimon's son is talking to Levi's grandson. And what are, what are they saying? Anna ve'at b'neshte achayot. Which is me and you are children of Sisters, right? My mother's Leah, your mother's Rachel, they are sisters, the daughters of Reuven. Ta'inu b'nei Leah v'Rachel. Anna b'yachse'el avicha. Me and your father, Yachse'el, b'nei shne'achim. We are sons of two brothers, Shimon and Levi. Ta'inu Shimon and Levi. Anna v'Rachel imech, and me and your mother, Rachel, b'nei shne'achim. We are also children of Two brothers, because Rachel is from Reuven, and Nachshon is from Shimon. Nachshon is from Shimon. So Nachshon is Shimon, and Rachel is Reuven, Ashel Shimon. Now we begin the next Mishnah. Now we discuss the subject of Giyoret. Mishnah begins, Giyoret Shinit Gairu. Let's say you have a Giyorish and Gairu bin her children converted with her, which means she converted and her children converted yes. with her as well. Lo Cholsin Velo which means there is no Halitza regarding these children or Yibum, which means let's say now one of them died. 
the other brother does not fulfill Yibum on his sister-in-law, nor do they have to fulfill Halitza. Why? So she gives us a very important klal over here. In order to make Yibum, they have to be brothers from the same father. Vigel en lo she'er ha'av which means he has no yi'us to his father v'rahmana afkireh kezerah behemah which means the goyim their zerah is considered like zerah behemah like the pasuk says v'zirmat susim zirmatam and therefore when these two guys these two brothers they converted they no father and the real logic is because the ladies of the Goyim, the mothers, they're Yadua Biznut. And therefore, yeah, you know, she's going to say later on, that they're Yadua Biznut, and therefore they go with others, and therefore you have no raya who the father is, like that she will tell us, that she will tell us later on. So let's read the Mishnah again. Hagiyoret shenit gayiru baneha ima, let's say she converted with her children, lo cholzin velo miyabimim. There's no Halitza, there's no Yibukas, there's no, there's no fathers. Afilu horato shildishon, the Mishnah says, Afilu horato shildishon, shelob b'kdusha. Let's say the first one, he was conceived, not Jewish, v'ledato b'kdusha. But when he was born, already the mother had converted, and therefore he was born as a Jew. Vashini, and the second brother, horato v'ledato b'kdusha, it doesn't matter. Since the first brother was they don't have that paternal connection, and therefore, if one of them dies, there's no yibum or halitza. The same thing would be a shifhak and anit that does say she and her children were freed at the same time. So now, once they become freed, they become full fledged. Jews, and therefore, at that point, they also do not have a yichus, and therefore, they're not considered subject to the laws of Yibum or Halitza. Now the Gemara is going to explain the deen of the Mishnah. Comes the Gemara and says, story, B'nei Yudan, Amta, the children of Yudan, Amta, the, the, the Shafa, Ishtachrureh, right, so they were freed. So he allowed them to marry each other's wives, which means he let them marry each other, which means to, 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 to marry, let's say, the brother's wife. He allowed that. What's the understanding of this? As she says, which means he let these two guys, let's say one of them marry his brother's wife. Now normally that's a suit. How could he matir it? They're not mishum yibum. Don't think we're talking about a yibum situation over here. Even in a case where let's say they had children. They had children. The kasabar in kurba leger, the chekatan shenolad damer. We have a famous rule that everybody knows. And therefore there's no relatives, they're not related to anybody. So therefore, when normally it would be a suit outside of Yibum for a person to marry his brother's wife, but in this case over here, it's not my brother. And both of them converted. So therefore, they were freed. And once they were freed, they become Jewish. That's like a convert. Therefore, he was matir them, no question about it. So comes the and says, Amar le Ravah. So Ravah comes over this way. Behar Rav Sheshat Asar. 
So what are you talking about? Rav Shishab was Osir. So Amaleh, so he tells him back, Mamaha, who Asar, Vanasharina. He was Osir and I was Matir. So when he asked me from him, I, I, I was Matir. So the Gemara explains now the ramifications. Mina'av velo mina'em, which means, if let's say these two brothers were paternal brothers, they were only brothers from the same father and not the same mother. In that case, nobody, oh, everybody's going to agree that what? They're permissible to marry each other's uh, wives. What's the logic over here? Because again, everybody agrees, there's no question about it. Oh, but the only problem is, we might want to make a gezerah, that if we let these guys marry their brother's wives, a regular full-fledged Yisrael might do the same thing. But you know what? When they see their brothers paternally, we're not worried about such a Gezerah. Why aren't you worried about such a Gezerah? So she tells us. He says... A cold, a cold. Actually, let's, let's read further. Oh, read right. further. Read further, and then we'll read read the Rashi. Yeah. So again, again, mina av If it's paternal and not from the mother, it's permissible. Mina em However, if it's maternal brothers, In that case, everybody's going to say what? It's asur, and the Gemara is going to explain because it's a gezerah. If we allow these two guys that are maternal brothers to go now marry each other, marry each other's wives, what's going to happen? And Yisrael is going to do the same thing. And now we know that when it's brothers from the mother, there's no there's no yaboom when it's from the mother, and it's going to be forbidden. So for some reason, when it's paternal, we don't make a gezerah. When it's maternal, we, we do, do make a gezerah. That everybody agrees. So where's the mahloket between the rabbis? Kipelige. Mina'av u mina'en. The ma'lokah is where the gerim of here are both paternal and maternal brothers. That's the ma'lokah. Man deshari, the opinion that says it's okay, which is Rabbi Habar Yaakov, batar abash shadina. We consider it as if they're paternal. Why? They have bene planya karui lehu. How do people refer to these kids? The son of so and so, even though it's both paternal and maternal, but the way they're referred to is the son of so and so. So therefore, it's like the dean of paternal. However, Rav Sheshat says no. Sometimes they refer to them as the sons of plonit. Therefore, as a dean of maternal. Now let's read Rashi. Now let's read Rashi to understand the sevarot over here. Batar Abib Shadinale Deha Bene Planita Karuilehu. Okay. So Gabra says like this Hilkashi Hilkah Lomaski in Shadatayu Sheen Ahin Minaem, which means according to Rabbi Yaakov, when they're both paternal and maternal brothers, what do the people how do the people refer to them as? As uh, the father's uh, son. And therefore, they're going to see them marry each other's uh, wives. The people will know. Because there is no brotherhood from the father when it comes to Gerim. Why? 
Very important when she says it. What's the logic? When people see over here that they're paternal, there's never a problem. Because what do the people analyze? They say, a paternal, there's nothing. You know why they were matirit? Because you don't know who their father is. Because the mother goes around, and therefore they're not going to come along and say, if we allowed paternal, so-called paternal brothers by converts to marry each other's uh, wives, they're going to do it to Israel. Because I understand why they did it by the Goyim. Because they'll say they were not from the same father. Mashi'en came when it's from the mother, they say they have the same mother. And therefore, if you matir it over here by, the, by these people, I'm really minatulat mutar, because Gerish should get kikatach and allow them, they can come to do it by a Yisrael. In that case, it's Asur, because maternal brothers is no heter. So that's why they're going to come to make a mistake. So the whole machlokit is where? In the case where they're both. When they're both, Rav Sheshat says, you know what? The people still call them. These are the sons of Mrs. So-and-so. No. So it's like a maternal. And if you have a problem of Gezerah, according to Rabbi Habani, no, they still refer to them as the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's like paternal, therefore there's no Gezerah. That's the way that she explains it. Kansi Gemaran says, V'ika de'amar, and someone is say, Palig Rabbi Habani Yaakov, Someone learned that Rabbi Chabar Yaakov was lenient even on maternal. Right, I thought we had a Yezera. He says, no. And according to this version, everybody knows that cloud. And if I'm not worried about Gizirot. So the nafkamina between the first version and the second version is by Ahin min ha'im. Which means, according to the first version, Rabbi Habar Yaakov was mahmir. He made a Gizirah to a Yisrael. According to the second version, he says, no, I don't have to worry about anything. By the father, for sure not. And by brothers from the mother, also for sure, because everybody knows the rule of Gizirah. Comes again, I'm going to ask a question now on this. And it's actually a question from our... Mishnah. What does it say in our Mishnah? Hagiyoret shenit gairu Our case, right? The giyoret that our children converted with her. Lo cholsin velo They do not make halitza. They do not make yibum. Now, if we're discussing over halitza and yibum, must be talking about where we know who the mother and the father. They're from the same mother. And the same father in the Hadush of the Mishnah is that there is still no Yibum. My Tama, what's the reason? La Mishum Dasire. Must be because it's Asur. Meaning, Rav Sheshat is right. That when you have brothers that share the same mother and father, what's the Mishnah saying? They don't make Yibum. Don't make Yibum means it's Asur for them to make Yibum. Why is it a suf make the boom? Yezerah atu a Yisrael. So therefore, Rabbi Habar Yaakov, what are you talking about? How could you tell me that when the mother and the father, the same mother and father, we say, they go after the father, it's mutari, see from the Mishnah, not like that, because the Mishnah says they don't make you boom. Kabbalah says, no, no, you're learning, that's not the way to learn the Mishnah. De'eno betorat halitza v'yibum v'sharia le'alma v'inu nameh sharu. Which means, instead of learning the Mishnah to say that there are surah, which we, let's get the Lashur of the Mishnah, the language is lo cholsin velo miyabimin. Rav Sheshat learns the Mishnah, means lo cholsin velo it's asur for them. Asur for them, because of the Gezerat Rabbanan. Because if they do it, a regular sale will do it, it's going to be uh, asur. 
Good. Oh, so how is uh, Rabbi Haber Yaakov going to learn the Mishnah? He's going to learn, you don't have to make a halitza and make your boom. Which means, they can go even marry Lashuk, which means these ladies over there, Almana, does not have to marry this man. If he wants to, he can. But doesn't have to, they can even marry Lashuk. Why? Because, no, go back to the rule, they're converts. Gershon and Kayyid, you have to always remember. Gershon and Kayyid, there's really no connection at all. And I'm not worried about a Gezerah, because everybody knows this. If you can learn the Mishnah, that when it said, it didn't mean that it's a suit to make you boom. It said, they don't have to make you boom. They can go and marry somebody else. Right. So comes again what it says. Well, if that's the way you're learning the Mishnah, what does it say at the Sefah of the Mishnah? Afilu. Now, what was the second case of the Mishnah? The second case of the Mishnah was where one of the brothers was Horatoshilo Bigdusha, Veledato Bigdusha, and the second brother was Horato Veledato Bigdusha. So we said, and even in that case over there, lo cholzin velo miyabimit. So the Gemara says, "Ia mar b'shlama aside." You want to learn the resha of the mishnah like Rav Sheshat that when it says these converts over here that have the same mother and the father, they are sued for them to make yibum. Hainu diktani afilu. Now I understand what the afilu, what the hedush in the sefer is. That what? That falgab the rishon horato shelo b'kdusha veledato b'kdusha v'sheni horato veledato b'kdusha. I could have thought that the Sefa, maybe the people perceive it as, as if they have two different mothers. Mm-hmm. Because the first brother was born, Horato, I'm sorry, Shalobik That's like he has one mother. The second kid was born already after the mother converted. So therefore, I would have looked at that case. And you know what I would have said? The reason why they're letting them marry, uh, make you boom in this case, is because it's two different mothers. So it's not, a, it's not an issue. They're not going to come to make a problem by Yisrael. So therefore the Hadush of Mishnah is Afidu That's why the Mishnah tells me not only the Resha is Asur, but the Sefa as well is Asur. However, in the Amart Sharu, but if according to the way Rabbi Chabar Yaakov learns the Mishnah, that the Mishnah is really telling me what? That these converts, meaning it's permissible them to marry to the Shuk, my Afilu. What already is the Afilu? Which is the word what's Afilu. Us? What's the Hiddush more in this Sefad they can marry yeah. to the Shuk? What do I care when they uh, converted? What do, I, what do I care when the mother converted? If they're permissible to the Shuk, bottom line, it's based on There's no Hiddush uh, in the Sefad. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what the Hadush is. Because bottom line, they were both born Bikdusha already, uh, right? They were both born Bikdusha as Jews. Therefore, I might have thought that if we allow them to go and make uh, 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 marry each other, being Yaboom, I might do it by Israel. That's why the Mishnah said, even such a case is permissible. So therefore, bottom line, the Bacha has a way to learn the Mishnah as well as Rav Sheshat. The Gabriel just goes one more step. Some learn uh, the other way. Some learn the same Shaklat Mitariyah, just starting from the reverse point. This version is learning a proof that Rabbi Habar Yaakov. Rabbi Habar Yaakov, you wanted to say that well, when they share the same mother and the father, these converts over here, it's mutar for them to make you boom. Why is it mutar for them? Because 
Everybody knows the law of Gershon, it's Gehik, Kedach, I'm not worried about it uh, tricking over to a Yisrael case. Okay, so you know what? Mm-hmm. It makes sense what you're saying. It's Mr. that it's Mutar. Why? Diktani Afidu. Which means from the from the word afilu. Why? I amat bishtama shadu. Which means according to you, Rabbi Abri Yaakov, that says what? That the lashon of the Mishnah, when it says that it's uh, they don't have to make you boom, means look. When it says lo miyabimin, doesn't mean it's asur. It means it's not necessary. Which means they can even go to the shuk. Hainu diktani afilu. Now we know what the afilu case is. Not only is it mutar in the first case, but afagav the tarbayon and the tabik tusha. Even the sefa where both of them were born Jewish, datel lealufe biyisel. I might come along and make a mistake where we say and say it's mutar afilu achi sharu. Good. So the mishnah makes sense. Ela iyamat asidim. But if you don't like Rav Sheshat. That learns the Desha of the Mishnah that says, meaning it's Asur to make him because of the Gezerah. My Afilu. So then what's the Afilu? So the Gemara says, no, I can explain the Afilu. The Afalgab, the Rishon, Horatos, Shalom, Bigdusha, Veledato, Bigdusha, Vasheni, Horatos, Veledato, Bigdusha, Dechishte, Imahod, Dame. I would have thought that what? It's considered as if they have two mothers, two mothers. and therefore I would allow them to make him because they're not going to make a Gezerah. Afilu, Achi, Asiri. So therefore, basically, it's where you're starting from. But let's just review quickly. Comes out, we have a fantastic machloket over here. Between Rav Sheshat and Navaha Bar Yaakov. And the cases are discussed over here is by uh, converts, by Gerim. Everybody agrees, Therefore, their brothers are not brothers. Therefore, they can marry their brother's wife, no problem. Yeah. The only issues over here we're going to discuss is, is there a Gezerah Midrabanan? So let's discuss the Kula Alma. When they're paternal uh, brothers, these Gerim, everybody's going to say no problem. There's no Gezerah Bichmal because we're worried about perception. A regular guy looks at this case, he's going to say, hey, how did they let this guy uh, marry uh, his brother's wife? You know what they're going to say? Hey, they're not from the same uh, father. Why? Because the goyim over here, their wives are promiscuous, they go around. Therefore, they're not going to come to make the mistake by paternal brothers of Yisrael. Oh, so everybody agrees to that case over there. And everybody also agrees, at least according to one version, the first version, that when it's Ahim min ha'em, that it's going to be Asur. Because they're going to come along and say, well, if these goyim over here, or these converts now, if you're going to let them go marry their brother's wife, they're going to do by Jews. By Jews it's going to be asur, and according to one version, the Habar Yaakov says, even that case is permissible. We're not going to make a gezera, because everybody knows the rule of ger, then the machloket carries over between Rav Sheshat and Rav how to learn the Lashon of the Mishnah. The Mishnah's Lashon was, you have gerim. And obviously if the discussion was Yibum, it must be that the Gemara understood that it's coming from the same father. So you have Gerim, that came from the same father and the mother. Mm-hmm. The last short of the Mishnah is, Lo miyabimin. Rabbi Sheshat will say, Lo miyabimin, meaning Asur liyabim. Why? Gezira atu a Yisrael. Why? It's from the mother and the father. Because how do you call a child from the mother and the father? You say, it's his mother's uh, son. The, 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 the son of Mrs. So-and-so. So therefore they refer to him as the mother's child. Therefore we have to make Gezerah to Israel. However, Rabbi Habar Yaakov, he learned the Mishnah differently. When it says, Lomi Yabimin means, don't have to make Yibum. Don't have to make Yibum, meaning they're Mutar Lashuk. Mutar Lashuk, why? 
Because Gershvit Katan should However, it should be noted in conclusion that in the Sefa of the Mishnah, which is the Sefa of the Mishnah was talking about, we had brothers. One was Horaton, Shalom Bikdusha, and then Ledato Bikdusha, and then the second brother was Horaton and Ledato Bikdusha. Even Rabaha Bar Yaakov, well, he's going to say, that the mutar to go, let's say, to the shuk, but he's going to also modeh that they're asur to marry each other. Because since bottom line, they were both born bigdusha, it is going to be forbidden for them to marry their brother's wife. But it it's permissible, let's say, to the go to the shuk. Amen. Amen. Amen.